This is not a drill. Repeat. This is not a drill. This is not Shall a drill. Begin? Shall we begin? Welcome to this Nomadic Idea podcast where we share, discuss, interview people from all over who live a nomadic lifestyle. Whether it's a full-time RVer, a van lifer, those living in a schoolie, or someone who lives a more minimal lifestyle, this podcast is for you. We share the whys, the how-tos, and answer your questions live with those looking to live this alternative lifestyle. We are Scott and Arian from This Nomadic Idea, and this podcast is for you. By the way, This Nomadic Idea is sponsored by Blueberry Podcast Hosting. Blueberry is a big podcast hosting service that is easiest and most simple way to host your podcast. A powerful and professional podcast for you. If you are using WordPress, all you have to do is produce your podcast, write your podcast, write your blog post, and publish. It's that easy to do. Get on all the major podcatchers all at the same time. Just go to This Nomadic Idea and click on the Blueberry banner and receive one free month of hosting just by listening to this podcast. This is episode one, the RV Pod Couple. On this episode, we talk with John and Mercedes, who have just successfully completed their first year of living full-time in their fifth-wheel RV. Why did they choose to leave the comforts of home and embark into a world that they knew nothing about, and what has been the outcome? They share their story and how they now share their own mistakes they've made along the way with others. Well, I hear some laughing in the background there, John and Mercedes. Good to have you on our show. Really appreciate you guys taking the time out of your world, which is uh, crazy, uh, to join us on the podcast. We really, really super appreciate you guys coming in. We're super excited to be here on your maiden voyage. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for asking us to be your first guest. It's it's you're really rolling the dice there, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is like really the second main voyage I've ran into you guys. The first one was pulling the airstream down to Tampa ah. and uh and then doing this big um grid search to try to find you guys. <laughs> it was only trying to find you between, you know, like in, in 70,000 people at the show, uh, but we're very happy that we did get to see you. So thank you so much for coming in and um, really being a part of the podcast world, which um, I encourage you. I think you guys would be great at a podcast. I really think the whole podcasting world should listen to the same content that you guys are putting out in your, in your videos. And I guess for Ariane and myself, who are getting ready to go full-time and for other people that are getting ready to go full-time, I've got to ask this question. Uh What the heck? (laughs) He said, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. What the heck made the decision to just, hey, I think it's a good idea to go live in an RV (laughs) full-time. So sure, I know a little bit about your story, but, but for people that don't know you, you guys, Share a little bit of that story about how that decision came to pass. Sure. Well, we were um, 
we sold our company in Denver, Colorado back about five years ago. And we took that money and we invested it down in Southern Florida. We bought a place that was right on the water. I had the dream all set up. The boat was in the backyard. I had it on the lift. And, you know, I spent a whole couple of years, you know, getting this place fixed up just the way I wanted it. Love the seawall. We had dolphins in the backyard. And I guess the point here is, is that everything on the outside looked great. But in the inside, Mercedes and I were dying. Our marriage was falling apart. And um, I lived in the bottom portion of the house near the pool. And Mercedes <laughs> lived in the top portion of the house. And uh, um, we were falling apart. Mercedes had filed for divorce and, uh, and decided we were going to liquidate everything and split the proceedings and go our separate ways. And... Um, I guess that's how it started. What would you yeah, like to add? Yeah, which is kind of a horrible way. So we decided to <laughs> live in a tin can together. <laughs> I a couple things that happened in between there. So, yeah, we were, you know, going to go our separate ways. And, um, you know, something happened at the closing table that there was a big shift. And there was, you know, without getting too much into the nitty gritty, um, something happened at the closing table where I think John just had a moment where he saw like his life work. Like that's the, the dream that society tells you you should have, right? Retired in Florida in a nice, pretty house and, and toys, and right? Boat. Yeah. Boat. yeah. Boat. Um, grown up toys kind of thing. Like, um, and, and to really be like realizing that none of that mattered. And there's something about when you have to liquidate like that so quickly that you realize like, wow, I spent all this money on this stuff and it means nothing right. you know what a waste and it was just collecting dust and i um i thought i was just organizing it really just moving the stuff around and filling this big house and now you know look we're getting rid of it and um so he had that moment at the closing table a and moment of clarity you know i just said to myself man I'm, i've got a beautiful little girl she was three at the time yeah. And uh, and everything that I thought I had worked my whole life for was just gone. It was gone. And I was losing my wife and my kid and my family. And I had a moment of clarity and I approached Mercedes and I started, you know, just I broke down crying and asked her, you know, if there's anything we can do. And Mercedes asked me to come over to the house. She had gotten a rental house all set up and she asked me to come over to put on a doorknob and she said, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the yeah, doorknob. That's, that's what saved it. It was the doorknob. Well, did you really think she was asking about the doorknob? <laughs> there was a little more that happened to that, but yeah, we just had that heart to heart. And then when you're when you're in that situation where it doesn't matter anymore, it's already over. You can be really, really honest. And mm -hmm. and you know, I was like, I told him I want boring. And I'm going to Zumba and you're going to watch Sage. And I just like, you know, lay down the law with the whole, yeah. you're going to watch. Nothing Sage. to lose. Right. Yeah, exactly. And um, then we started watching YouTube, which I think he planted these RV YouTube channels. And I've always wanted to <laughs> RV or go out in a boat my entire life. That was, you know, the ultimate dream for me. And I got Mercedes to start watching some YouTube videos of other YouTubers and that's kind of how we started to rebuild our relationship together. We'd lay on the couch and we'd watch YouTube videos together. And I looked at her one night and I said, Hey, I think we can do this. Yeah. And she, and she, and I said, would you be willing, you know, to, to buy an RV, hit the road full time, you know, with our, with an RV in, in, in our, in our kid. And she said, yes. 
I mean, it took some time. There was a lot of things that I had to wrap my head around and I had never been camping, let alone been RVing. And, um, you know, he had to slowly, slowly broach the subject and a big deal for us when he's, cause I was thinking we get rid of everything we own and we just have our possessions in the RV. And that was really scary. So, um, he's like, well, what if we get a storage? And that kind of freed up a lot of the fear for me thinking that, okay, I don't have to throw everything away. I could just, um, just really only have with us the stuff that we actually use. And, um, little by little we did some research and, and yeah, we started the process of what everybody should do when you jump into this life. We started doing the research on what type of a model of an RV we want to do. We started out thinking it was a class A, but we ended up in a fifth wheel. Yeah. We started doing all the research to see how it was. And that's a really exciting time, right? Mm. So number one, we both have hope that we might be able to save our family. Yeah. That's one thing. Secondly, we hadn't gotten along for four years before this. <laughs> we got further and further apart. Yeah. And then the excitement, right, of stepping out into an adventurous new life and seeing the entire country was both very, very exciting for us. You know, when we went through the downsizing process and that was tough because Mercedes had to decide what she wanted to keep and what she didn't want to keep. And I had a whole bunch of tools that, you know, I had to break down too. So, <laughs> Well, the funny thing about your, I, I love your story. And, and the, the, the thing I keep on thinking back to is that a lot of times Ariane will tell me you, you may be seen and not heard <laughs> when she's mad at me. And, and, you know, the, but the one thing I don't, I, I just never came up with was like, you know, Hey, you know, I know you're angry with me, but let's go live really super small in a confined space. <laughs> and so, so, you know, we, we, that was like, that's been a really, uh, I, I would, I wouldn't say decision, but that's something that, that we really had kind of taken into account when we bought the Airstream because the Airstream is only 180 square feet. Right. And, you know, for Ariane and I, we're best friends first. I mean, we're best friends. And so it was pretty, um, I guess it was pretty easy to turn on the best friend switch when it comes to like, you know, seriously, you know, um, could you move over or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and living in a smaller space. And so I, so how long was it before you guys made the decision to say, Hey, I think this is something we want to do. And then actually pulling away from the house. How long was that? About six months. Yeah. It was a total of about six months. So believe it or not, we did research everything and we did look into the right RV. We got onto <laughs> tons of them. Yeah. You know, our biggest mistake was when we bought our RV. That was the biggest first right. mistake we made. And it was kind of a blessing in disguise for us. Mm -hmm. We made a video and, and in that video, I was pretty pissed off at how dumb I was when I made the the mistake of buying this RV from, from, I don't, we're not even allowed to say the words in our house it's anymore. Like a so bad word. <laughs> from CW. And well, we that experience and it seemed to help a lot of people. Well, John, don't feel bad. My biggest mistake was when I said, I think I can renovate an RV. <laughs> don't, don't feel bad at all. I think it's all the same club. <laughs> so, so, so you guys go out there and, you know, you, you push off. And I, I, my biggest question is all the fear, the six month of planning, you know, you have this trepidation, you're trying to figure things out, you know, and, you know, 
you know, well, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, how much of, of a fear that you, that kind of manifested through watching all the YouTube videos and, and blah, 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 you know, how much of the fear that you first had about doing this lifestyle and living day by day by day, full time in an RV actually has happened in the year you've been out there? I would say, because I think the biggest fears that we had was like, for well, that I had right. falling on our face, you know, like, um, what if we go into this confined space and we realize, ah, this is the worst decision ever. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, and, and then also obviously like accidents, like, you know, auto accidents, those things are always, you know, right. um, but I think that that fear, like, even though we've had some really rough spots, none of those fears have really materialized. I think the worst part is that angst and anticipation of like what could happen. But if you, when we're really in the moment, those difficult times actually make us go back to back, like, cause we have a common goal it's team it's a team yeah. sport our means a team sport when it's a couple and you better be best friends yeah yeah and you better yeah. have a sense of humor and you better not take yourself so seriously and um you know move on because life is too short to be yeah. wasting time and for me i mean what really uh i really didn't have much fear i was so freaking excited to get out and see this country you know i'm an adventurer i'm a little boy inside and i want to see as much of this this not only the planet, but definitely the United States of America as I possibly can. The one fear that I had was is that it was one thing to be total living in separate parts of a 3,000 square foot house and having two cars and being able to get away from each other. Yeah. And a pool. And right. a pool. You had the pool. <laughs> and, um, you know, but ultimately uh, that fear didn't come. What I was afraid of was that Mercedes and I were going to get into this and Mercedes was going to hate the lifestyle. Because remember, guys, Mercedes never had even camped overnight before. Yeah. So I was terrified we were going to get out there. She was going to hate it. And um, and the truth is, is that that's not how it unfolded. We became stronger. And then the, as the challenges came up, like Mercedes said, we went back to back and we were ready to fight back, you know, and we we're going to fight for this marriage for our family. And a big piece of our entire story is God for us. It's, it's our relationship with God. And and we believe that that relationship has gotten stronger and stronger and stronger as we go. And we never imagined that it was going to turn into this, that we would become popular on YouTube. And we're still not sure exactly why that happened. <laughs> but now it's turned into almost like the drive, right, that we yeah. do. Like we want to help as many people as we can not mm -hmm. make the mistakes that we made. And now, you know, we're sharing a course and teaching people how we do YouTube, you know, um, yeah. and we spend a lot of money to do that. So. So uh, we just consider ourselves extremely blessed. It, it's not to say that we haven't had some tough days in the RV. There's no such thing. Mm -hmm. We struggle sometimes, but uh, pretty we get through it pretty quick because we don't want to waste any time and we don't want to be a bad example for our daughter. Right. So in, in the in the year so far that you've been out there, has has there ever been a time? Well, I know there's been a time, but overall, if if you had to take that year away. And everything would would have been fine. You could have you know stayed back at home. What are some of the experiences and some of the like all moments that you would have missed? I mean, I saw one of your videos, John, and and what I um, I, I really I really uh, um, connected with what you had said. 
you said when you were at home, you used to have these habits. One of them was watching news all the time, you know, and, but now that you're in RVing, you know, you're full time, you know, that's not really something that is afforded to full timers all the time. And you had, you had mentioned that a lot of your habits are completely, uh, you, you don't do those anymore. So do you have any like big regrets? Like, would you have a regret to say, oh man, I, we never should have done it because of this, this, and this, or it was a big change in our lives, but that's what made it better. Yeah. And I think it's the latter. I, I think for, uh, for me, um, this, this year has flown by so fast. We don't, I mean, we, we work hard at doing what we do, you know? Um, and I had a lot of bad habits. I used to watch, I used, I like Paul, I used to like politics and watching the news. And, and when I, when I had, when I got to Florida, I had nothing to do. I started drinking too much. Uh, five o'clock started getting a little bit earlier and earlier and earlier. So, five o'clock. You know, when we set out on the road, my job was to be a father and a good husband, you know, and, um, and I started focusing on that. Me and Mercedes became a team. And, uh, and, and, and we've been getting closer and closer to our creator period. Yeah. And I would add to that, that we were, one of the things that we were considering before deciding to RV was to move to Sarasota. Right. And we drove through Sarasota less than a week ago through this wretched traffic. And we looked at <laughs> each other and said, we almost decided to live here. We would have missed sand dunes. We would have missed birds of Yosemite. Yosemite. We would yeah. have missed the Oregon coast. We yeah. would have missed like my mom's house and mooch docking in her front <laughs> in her in her um in her driveway. We would have missed like all the friends and the friendships that we have. And it's it's funny because everything tough that has happened to us, like the whole buying mistakes that we've made, you know what? We set out to help people not do that. And, and it actually ended up being the best thing that could happen. So like everything negative has turned into a positive it's because so it's an opportunity to be like, okay, don't do that. Right. <laughs> some of the worst things that have ever happened in my life have turned out to be the best things that could have happened. And some of the things that I thought were great mm -hmm. ended up being some of the worst things that could have happened. So we just trust that whatever's put in front of us is yeah. supposed to be there. Um, and we do the best we can with it. And who would have thought that a rare uh, protected bird would have nested? <laughs> I know. I know. On, the experience on your ladder so in your RV. I mean, that was just, I mean, it, if, if that doesn't say life happens, I, we're not leaving anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, because our YouTube channel had exploded. Mercedes and I were exhausted. We were working 60, 70, sometimes 80 hours a week. Yeah. And then these freaking birds show up in yeah. the back of the RV. And what, again, what we thought was horrible ended up being the biggest blessing. It was for us. It was somebody was slowing us down and yeah. saying, stop, yep. breath, right. and look at what look what I've created for yeah. you guys. Right. And you know, uh, Sage got to, we used to spend mornings with coffee and Sage looking out at those birds. We got Through to watch them lay the eggs. They would literally a foot from our face yeah. every morning, watch them, watch them, watch them hatch, watch them fly away. And we did have one of the, one of our first moments our being was when Mercedes and I drove into Yosemite oh. and you come out over that hill and you, you see it for the Through first the time. Tunnel, both crazy. of us started crying. We yeah. just, I literally had to pull off to the side of the road. We were both in tears mm -hmm. because it's more beautiful than you could ever imagine. There's just no words. It's like tripping as a kid, you know? There's just no words to describe it. Right. <laughs>
<laughs> so I have to ask you, uh, one year later, do you guys still have the storage unit? Yeah. We and do. Yeah. the price on us. So now we have this whole issue, like, do we get rid of it? And what about the photo albums? Are we going to drive around with photo albums? I yep. mean, it's like. So we spent 1400 bucks last year to store stuff we don't need. And now the price is up to 1800 And we're actually getting ready to go clean that thing out and dump it. So, yeah, that's a big part of it because your perspective has probably altered so dramatically in ways that you couldn't have anticipated it, going in with fears and then having experienced it really negates a lot of those fears head on. So I, I'm really excited to hear that you guys are, are, are going back and revisiting yeah. that aspect of Simplifying. things. RV life simplifies everything. And I feel like I need to say one big disclaimer, though. We are not saying that if you are on the brink of divorce, you should sell it. Like we need to do a warning, disclaimer, caution. Like we are not saying to go with your spouse in an RV if you are fighting and guaranteeing results. Like we're just telling our story. And it's just us, our experience. Yes. Yeah, we're sharing <laughs> our experience. Well, that's, that's, um, I think you guys have a really unique story because, you know, um, through everything, see, I think your journey started at the doorknob. I think that's where your journey started. <laughs> really. Um, you just didn't know it yet. Yeah. And that's kind of like, a, that's why I, I love about hearing everybody's stories about how they got to where, they are now, um, you know, for me, it was backpacking from, you know, I mean, it was, it was kind of the same, the same thing. It's like my journey started the day I watched a video or I read a story about, you know, people hiking through 14 states. And I'm like, what the heck is an Appalachian trail? I didn't even know what it was. Right. So I think, you know, like how you get there in life, it's, it's, it's almost like it's, it, you know, when, when you have that seed or you have that dream of, of doing something different yeah, uh, and, and you know, you're not living the life you want to, mm -hmm. I, I really do believe that the universe starts working, um, despite your better intentions to put you where you're going to be. Yeah. Um, and you, you uh, just nailed it right on the head because when we started this new life, we saw it as, as almost a resurrection of, of our marriage and our family. We started asking every day to be guided exactly where we need to go and then trusting where we landed in everything that we did. We asked to put the right people in our lives. We asked to, you know, put as many people, whoever comes in front of us, we'll do the best we can to help them. And so, we're still doing the same thing today. It's that ritual of waking up in the morning, thank, being thankful for today and looking to what we can do to make this world a better place with the tools that we have at hand. And, you know, the tools we've got now are beyond anything we could have ever imagined. The work is brutal, but we, we're having a blast mm. and we're trusting that we're exactly where we're supposed to be. Someday yeah, we're, and, and you are. we're right where we're supposed to be. And you are exactly where you're you're supposed to be. No, no question about that. So we're going to take a few questions from our live chat. It looks like we've got some good ones. Um, I am looking at. Um, we're going to go with Steve Turtle. Uh, Steve, Steve from Steve Turtle has a question for you guys. He said you had an amazing story. What has been your most memorable moment since starting full time RVing? Mm. For me, it's um, watching Sage play in the sand dunes 
because it was like every kid, you know, likes playing in the sandbox, but like the sand dunes in Pismo Beach, that was epic. Right. And my, yeah. mine's Yo Yosemite for mm -hmm. sure. Was it Yosemite and the bird situation or just Yosemite in general? I think I had a spiritual experience in Yosemite that was right around six months where I broke down and trusted that okay. I didn't have to run the show anymore. That, you know, that I could just move forward and I was, we were going to be taken care of as long as we did our part. Um, so thank you, Steve Turtle, um, YouTube channel, Steve Turtle. Uh, Downsizing Makes Sense has a question. What do you, what do you think made your YouTube channel explode so quickly? That's Downsizing Makes Sense. We were, we're not sure. <laughs> no. Like the honesty, that yeah. is your MO. A couple of things that we like to do. We like to get to the point quickly, not waste our people's time, share everything that we think would be helpful. If someone you loved were asking you this question, what would you tell them? Mm -hmm. And the third thing is be yourself. Don't try to be so politically correct and everything's like, if you're too um, neutral, you won't stand for anything. You're, not everyone's going to like you, and that's okay. Just be true to who you are. Yeah, and again, we when we set out, we promised each other in prayer that hey, we're gonna we're gonna tell the truth no matter what, even when it's embarrassing. Yeah. And and most of the stuff that we've shared that was embarrassing is actually some of our best stuff. Yep. Um, so Floyd Fernandez uh, asked a really good question. By the way, uh, Floyd, thank you for being a patron of the show. Really appreciate that. Um, he asked a really good question. What was the first sign that you had made the right choice? Mercedes, was like <laughs> Mercedes was still there after a month. I didn't know <laughs> the, first <laughs> had off. <laughs> the first night that we took the RV out, there was like this torrential storm. And um, we, it was like, you know, we were in the RV and we didn't know how loud weather was in the RV. So at first I was like, oh, what did we do? Because <laughs> it was like lightning and all this crazy rain out of nowhere. Um, but I don't know. I think that for me, it wasn't like just one experience. All of a sudden it was just like little coincidences, little like God shots that we're doing the right thing and things are how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right. RV Kids TV had a really good question. What's one piece of advice you would give someone going full time in a year? Have enough money. Have yeah. a plan. Yeah, we hear a lot. Do not jump into this lifestyle and not have number one, have a plan. Number two, have a budget. Um, and we put a year aside and we knew that if we uh, couldn't make YouTube work in a year where we could make that little additional money that we needed to live the life we wanted to, that we, that we would give up, you know, and, and that's not what happened. So I would just say, have a plan and have enough money. Don't think you're going to sell the house and move onto the road and you'll figure it out and you'll figure it out. It's, it's so bad. And we've seen so many families yeah. destroyed doing that. We've known three personally mm -hmm. that jumped into this thinking that they're, that, you know, they were going to do YouTube or online marketing and it was going to work out. And three months later they were broke and busted. Well, your last video was pretty honest about that. And I really, I think that should be more of the norm than the exception in that, um, in that category as far as, hey, look, you better diversify um, with a lot of different things because, uh, you know, uh, the, 
the YouTube uh, gig, and there's a lot of people doing it, but in the end, that's not where most of the channels make their income. And I think your last video really hit the nail on the head as far as uh, being very frank and honest about um, what you guys are doing and what you've seen other people do along the way. Yeah. Um, and I think you even you even shared a story about you know there there are people that are going going out there, but then they have to the very same the very one thing that they wanted as their dream, um, they've got to walk away because it was it it you know for whatever reason they just didn't they just couldn't they didn't have enough money to sustain themselves. Yeah, and there's so much more that I mean. There's so much behind the scenes and I don't know why we don't talk about money a little bit more, you know, and about the behind the scenes of the AdSense because people think if I just get my channel monetized, I'll be rich. And, you know, we did, we did pretty well and we don't do a Patreon and we don't um, do sponsorships. Like we don't let a company pay us. And tell us what to say. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, our job is pretty much to shine a light and share our experience. Yeah. Our experience will probably not be anybody else's experience, but if we do this honestly and openly, yeah. then people are going to at least know the good and the bad of everything. And, yeah. and so that's kind of our job now. We, you know, we, we respond to every comment on the RVR couple. That's the other reason we think our channel that's did really point. well is that we actually listen to our, mm. our people and we get to know who they are and we consider them our family on the road, the RV Oz squad. We love them. They taught us how to RV. Yep. Why? Because we were completely honest. We said, we don't know what we're doing. Can you help us? <laughs> and they did. And so you know, now we've got people reaching out to us constantly in these comments, sharing, you know, cancer and children yeah. and all these things. And, you know, they tell us that thank you for telling us the truth because I never really quite thought of that. And the emails we really love are the ones that say like, you know, I was going to do this and I changed my mind. Mm -hmm. it no matter what way they were going to go, we just helped to shine a light of truth on what it's actually like. Mm -hmm. Well, how many, uh, what I'd like to know is how many RVers get out of our RV to help you back up that gigantic fifth wheel? Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty good, and he has um, the backup camera, so um, he can see behind. Yeah. Which actually, when people try to help him, it makes it worse. It's I better. I hate if it he's when left. people help me. Right. They, right. they, they, you know. And then when we first started, I'd have Mercedes go back and try to help me a couple of times, and it just didn't work out. <laughs> so I take my time. I've got a backup camera. Yeah. And thank God that probably saved our marriage right there. I was about to say, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to end the marriage on the road again here. <laughs> so I, I truly believe the person who invented the backup camera is um, a genius and he probably doesn't realize exactly how many relationships they have saved <laughs> with the backup camera. Yeah. It's the we one have, thing I'm really good at in our game because I, I was a contractor my whole life. And so I know how to drive a truck and I know how to pull a trailer. So the trailer, even though I've never driven anything so big and had that much blind spot, um, it's actually something I'm pretty proud that I do correctly. It's probably the only thing that I do absolutely <laughs> correctly so far. So far. Well, we have another. Oh, that, that cracks me up. We have another question from uh, Randy at Randy's Adventures. Oh, we um, love Randy. Hey, Randy. <laughs> we love Randy. Uh, do you have a new fondness for birds? And what is your favorite bird? 
I totally have a new fondness for birds. I have an appreciation for how they mother and how they, um, you know, what they do because, um, their eggs are out there and they have to protect them. Mammals hold their babies, you know, and, and no, they have to protect the eggs. So I have a lot of appreciation. I do have to say, uh, when I see a bluebird, I, I pay attention. I do see that as a sign like, okay, some good, some good stuff's about to happen. I pay attention to that. And I like bald eagles and I like hummingbirds. I love hummingbirds. I think they're just, they're, they're cool. just so cool. Very, very cool. My parents were much like birds. Um, when I when I was uh, got a little bit older, they kicked me out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I was on my own at 16, so I get that. They were like, get out. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think, um, you know, I think the, the crux of your story is that, you know, you're, you're someday ended up being that day. It was the day you decided that things weren't going right. Things had to change. And if it didn't change, you, you just, you, you weren't going to fulfill who you both are. And um, I'll tell you what, I am so glad uh, we were able to meet you guys. And uh, so glad um, I got to say hi to you um, at, in, in Tampa. Uh, just, you, you, you both are really great people. Thank you for giving the community a very honest, realistic look at some of the things that you are going through in your first year of, of really living a nomadic life. Um, I always say that if you have to try to predetermine where you're going to empty out your black tank, <laughs> you're pretty nomadic. <laughs> Well, I think it's just life is a spiritual journey for all of us. We got to figure out what that path is each individually. And we found what we're supposed to be doing. And that's, there's a lot of solace in just knowing that I don't have to figure it out anymore. Just one day at a time and help as many as I can as we go. And it's go, it's all good. We're taken care of. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming into the, to the podcast. We really super appreciate very much. Appreciate uh, you it. guys coming in for our very first episode. Um, I, I, just really so grateful um, that you guys came in and got to know you guys. And uh, I, I really hope that, um, you know, we get to, we get to, you know, boondock someplace together sometime and, you know, yeah. get to know each other and put the cameras down and, and just go out and, and just uh, have fun. I really, uh, my goal is to put both of you into the Okefenokee swamp. <laughs> uh, is there. I don't know about that. I don't know. No. About that. If no. you can, if you can uh, reunite your your marriage and live in it in a small space after having moved into separate areas, I think you can do that. You can do it in a kayak. So anyway, you guys, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Um, uh, just again, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, bless you guys. Us. We'll see you okay. later. Bye, you guys. Bye, bye. We want to thank John and Mercedes for coming in and sharing their story and advice with us. And thank you to all of our listeners. You can join this Nomadic Idea podcast community on Facebook and get exclusive content starting next week. Just go to Facebook and go to our Facebook page, This Nomadic Idea. A special thanks to our Patreons in tonight's episode, Floyd Fernandez and Steve Turtle. Thank you so much for your support. 
on episode one. Yeah, you can catch both of them on YouTube. Floyd, I think you're Facebook. Uh, I don't know if you have a YouTube channel, but thank you so much for being a patron. Steve Turtle has some of the best content on YouTube. You got to go check out his channel. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify as of today, Stitcher as of today, Podbean, and any of your other favorite podcatchers. You can also follow us on our Instagram page, This Nomadic Idea. And just remember that all great achievement in life gets started with an idea. So go live the life you want. We'll see you guys later.